The Aggie Network, bar none, is the best former student association across the nation. We're all connected through the spirit of Aggieland, and I don't think I've met one former student or even one current student that doesn't have plans or wants to give back to the university and be involved with the university. You can see individuals that are on campus that are in their 80s that, you know, you can see a little pep in their step because they're back in College Station and, you know, they walk by Kyle Field and it brings back so many wonderful memories. So it's, it's wonderful to be part of that family. Welcome back to Future Built. I'm Ben Wiggins, and I'm here with our two industry relations liaisons, Donna Cousins and Hernan Guerra Santos. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you for having us. Thank you for having us. It's a it pleasure is. to be here. Oh, it's, it is our pleasure and my pleasure, by all means. Check out the School of Architecture and all of our programs at arch.tamu.edu, and make sure to stick around until the end of the program to find out how you can enter to win an iPad. Let's talk a little bit about your stories. How did you come to be connected with the School of Architecture? Absolutely. Uh, well, again, my name is Hernan Guerra. Uh, I am the Industry Relations Liaison to the Department of Construction Science. Mm -hmm. So I'm on the construction side. Construction side. Uh, I was born and raised in Mexico, but I had family that came to A&M since the early 70s and, and 80s. So I knew about A&M since then and I loved uh, pretty much the culture and everything I heard about it. Mm -hmm. uh, so I graduated first with a bachelor's in architecture from Monterey Tech in Mexico. Mm -hmm. Then I got my first postgraduate degree in real estate development also in Mexico. But my true passion was in construction, so uh, I knew that A&M had the best program. So I came to A&M to get my master's of science in construction management, where I graduated in 2003. Uh, after that, I went to work for a, a very large construction firm uh, first in Washington, D.C., Virginia, middle of nowhere, Maryland, where, uh, believe it or not, I was the only Hispanic there. Uh, so <laughs> I went to a Mexican restaurant, and it was me the only Mexican in, 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 in the place, right. uh, which didn't make sense. Uh, then I moved back to Texas, to God's country, uh, where I did two projects. Uh, in one of them was a $1 billion hospital in, in San Antonio. Yeah. Then did it so well that they asked me to build another $1 billion hospital in New Orleans. So I spent another four years in Louisiana. Uh, then I went to Miami Beach to build a convention center. Uh, after that, uh, Dr. Surman, who's the, the Dean of Architecture, called me and told me, hey, uh, the industry relations liaison is thinking about retiring, uh, so would you be interested? And I'm like, what better place to be than Aggieland, and who better to, to help than my fellow uh, Aggie brothers and sisters? Because they wear a ring, they're my brothers and sisters. Fantastic. So I decided to come back. Great to have you back. Donna, tell us a little bit of your story, if you would. So my background's a little bit different than Hernan's. Um, I'm actually a Mays Business School graduate, and the bulk of my career's been spent in business development um, in the AEC industry, so architecture, engineering, and construction. So um, I've worked with design subconsultants, I've worked with national architects, I've worked with um, national general contractors, and through that process, I got to know several of the deans here at the university. Mm -hmm and one of which was our former dean, uh, Dr. Venegas. And through getting to know each other and, and him getting to know me and my capabilities and my background, he asked me to join his ad dean's advisory council. And then from there, um, Harold Adams, who were sitting in a room named after him today, um, Harold Adams gave me the opportunity to guest lecture in his graduate level professional practice course. 
and I just absolutely fell in love with it. Um, and then eventually was given the opportunity to be part of the APT faculty. And um, I used to call teaching at a my side hustle because I was still in <laughs> practice um, for a general contractor. But um, my favorite day was Thursday. I would, I would come and teach three classes after working a full day and then go home and do it all over again. So when interim Dean Sermon called and asked if I would join his team to help um, resurrect an advisory council for architecture and then also help LAUP. I was uh, extremely excited and it's one of the best decisions I've ever made. I love it. Very good. Thanks. Can you describe the Aggie Alumni Network? What does it do that other alumni networks don't do? Well, I hate to answer your question with another question, but do you know the internet? I've heard of it. It's <laughs> Me too. It's, so, it's, a, it's a new thing, right? <laughs> it, it, it's a new thing, but the internet connects pretty much anywhere you go. There's internet, right? right. There's Wi-Fi everywhere now. Uh, so I like to think about the Aggie Network as the internet for Aggies, in a way, because everywhere we go, there's Aggies. Uh, everywhere you travel, there's Aggies. Uh, you need help from somebody, there's always an Aggie willing to help. So the, the Aggie Network, the best way to, to, for me to explain it, it's just like a, a family. Uh, it's just an extension of your own family. Uh, in my previous question, uh, my previous conversation, I said that everybody that wears a ring is my Aggie sister, my Aggie brother. Mm-hmm. I meant that, uh, and I think I'm not the only one. Anybody that graduates from this university considers an Aggie a brother or a sister. So a few years ago, I was uh, driving from Washington, D.C. to New York City with my family, and we stopped at a Waffle House. Uh, love it. I mean, <laughs> it's where every good story begins. Uh, absolutely. And we're sitting down, and it's early in the morning, and I have my ring, of course, and this gentleman that's probably like 65, 70 years old uh, comes over from another table across the side from the, from the restaurant and introduces himself to, to, to me. And we talk for about five, ten minutes. My parents don't speak any English, so they didn't know what we were talking about. And then he, then he left, and my parents were like, uh, so do you know him? I'm like, no, but I'm wearing a ring. He's wearing a ring. So he's my brother. I'm his brother. So we talked about our experiences in Aggieland. So that pretty much explains what the Aggie Network is. It's just a family. It's a brotherhood connected on the Internet. <laughs> Donna, what are your thoughts on the Aggie Alumni Network? So the Aggie Network, bar none, is the best former student um, association across the nation. And like Hernan said, we're all connected through the spirit of Aggieland. And I don't think I've met one former student or even one current student that doesn't have plans or wants to give back to the university and be involved with the university. Um, It's you can see individuals that are on campus that are in their 80s that you know you can see a little pep in their step because they're back in college station and you know they walk by kyle field and it brings back so many wonderful memories so um it's it's wonderful to be part of that family i ran into a gentleman at an airport in montreal a couple of weeks ago same type of story it just comes over and he actually wasn't wearing a ring but uh he walked (laughs) over and said hello and he was like uh he's he actually wasn't a graduate, but he had kids who came here. And mm-hmm. so that even through somebody who isn't the former student, it's really impressive the level of connection that you can establish with somebody sort of right off the cuff. It's always, it always makes me smile inside. 100%. And your Aggie ring is the best icebreaker known to man. 
So you can be anywhere. And if someone sees that ring, they're always like, hey, is that an Aggie ring? What year? And the conversation goes from there. So yeah. The funny thing is that just like you said, that that gentleman was not wearing a ring. Right. Uh, my mom, I gave, I gave her a few years ago a duffel bag that had A&M over it. Mm-hmm. And she's blonde, so you wouldn't think that she's Mexican. <laughs> uh, but she was in the elevator in Las Vegas with a Texas A&M uh, duffel bag. And suddenly a group of uh, probably students, so he said that they were young and very rowdy. They all started singing like whoop and gig him and everything. And my, but my mom's like, ah, hello. <laughs> and, and then she came over to the room and she's like, I just met a bunch of Aggies and they were saying many things I didn't understand, but they all pretty much wanted to hug me. And <laughs> it was just great. Donna, tell us about the school's advisory councils and what they do. Well, our advisory councils are actually focused um, through the different departments. So we have the Department of Architecture, we have the Department of Landscape Architecture and Urban Planning, and the Department of Construction Science. And each one of those departments has designated advisory councils to focus on um, their area of practice, if you will. Um, So, and each advisory council brings back real world connection to the students, the faculty, and the staff, and provides amazing opportunities um, for everyone involved. I mean, from field trips for our students, internships, um, they participate in our career fairs. So, of course, our students get job opportunities. Um, Several of our advisory councils fund endowments that will allow us to offer scholarships for our students and resources for research for our faculty. And it's, it's really amazing. But the fact that they bring back that real world connection really helps us enhance the opportunities for the students and oftentimes enhance our instruction so that whenever our students graduate, they can hit the ground running because they have a skill set that is tied to exactly what industry needs. So our advisory councils connect businesses and practice with our students, faculty, and staff. Hernan, what would you like to add about the school's advisory councils? Well, one of the greatest things or benefits that uh, companies have by joining our advisory councils is the fact that they get the best shot or first shot in getting the best students in the country. In addition, because we have these great partnerships and connections with industry, uh, we try to stay up to date in all innovations and current practices, which make our students much better going into the markets. What do you think is the piece of feedback that has been most valuable that you've gotten from an industry partner over the, you know, over the past 10, 20 years? Curriculum, syllabus, uh, pretty much what we're teaching right, what we need to be teaching, what we need to be working on. Uh, what we're not supposed to be working on. So they have a lot of input into, and I'm not going to give you specific examples because there's many of them, but they come to our board meetings to partner with us, to spend a full day with us, to review our department, to review what we're doing, and tell us what we're doing right, and tell us where we can benefit or where we can actually be better. Uh, So coming in and telling us, hey, you shouldn't be teaching this, you should be teaching that, Hmm. you should be doing this, you should be doing that, it's, it's the best input that we get from them, and, and we get it quite often. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, you say in the last 20 years, but we get that every six months. Also, the industry also helps us uh, by hiring our students for internships. Uh, our students in the School of Architecture are required to have a semester away, so most of them actually do internships. Uh, our, our industry hires our students and prepares them to become better professionals. So most of the students, when they come back, they're better already. So in the classes that they're taking, 
they're already doing much better because they have that experience that industry provided to them. Are you interested in developing your leadership skills? Click the link in the description, enter your information, and you can receive Smarter Than AI, the three core skills to level up as a leader of character. Can you tell us about some of the industry organizations that are partnered with the different departments in the School of Architecture? Absolutely. Well, I only run the Construction Industry Advisory Council, which is part of the Department of Construction Science. And as of today, I'm happy to tell you that we have close to 300 company members, which are part of what we call a CIAC. Uh, and out of those 300 companies, we have general contractors, we have specialty trade contractors, or what we used to call subcontractors. Uh, we have heavy civil contractors, industrial construction companies, uh, residential builders, uh, facilities management, facility management companies, developers, et cetera, et cetera. All these combine into creating the best opportunities for our students. Actually, we've been building our Construction Industry Advisory Council, or CIAC, for, for 25 years now. Uh, and that's why we have over 300, or close to 300 companies right now. And actually, we're a member of a Pier 7 uh, universities, which we consider the best construction programs in the country. And our Construction Industry Advisory Council is the envy of those other six universities, because we are the largest and by far the best. Whoop. Whoop. Donna, can you tell us about some of the industry organizations that are partnered with the departments on your side of the uh, School of Architecture, if you would? Sure, absolutely. So um, Landscape Architecture and Urban Planning has their Landscape Architecture Professional Advisory Council. Um, they also have the established Urban Planning Professional Advisory Council. We recently launched a new advisory council for our Masters of Land and Property Development program. So super exciting about that. And then on the Department of Architecture side, we also launched Architecture's Industry Advisory Council as well. So a lot of great, exciting opportunities coming for our students, faculty, and staff. And um, we've made leaps and bounds over the last year, and I'm excited to see what we're gonna do over the next few. What can companies or alumni do to get involved in the Advisory Council? Well, do you mind if I take this one first? Absolutely, go Th ahead. Thank you so much. That's a great question. Uh, and that's one that we try to tell all our students that whenever they're graduating is come back. We want you to come back. We need you to come back. So most of our students in just a, a few years after graduation, they end up being on the opposite side of the table recruiting. Uh, and then a few years later, they come back and actually offer endowed scholarships uh, and they just give back. So what we want for them is, is to remember what they went through, uh, that they are part of uh, a naggy brotherhood uh, and sisterhood. Uh, and we just tell them, just come back. Just come back. We're, we'll be here for you. Uh, and, and they love coming back. And if anybody wants to join our Construction Industry Advisory Council, all they have to do is visit the School of Architecture website and apply. Donna, what can companies and alumni do to get involved with the advisory councils? Well, we would love for them to become members of our advisory councils for sure. Um, and just like we had talked about before, the fact that most former students want to come back to the university in some way, shape, or form, especially after they've started their career, they've experienced some successes, and they want to share that and keep the Aggie spirit going. So um, we have so many opportunities for former students and firms and even individuals that may not necessarily be former students to be involved in our advisory councils. We welcome all of those real world connections, the expertise that they bring back because it only enhances um, the instruction and the resources for our student, our programs. 
Beautiful. So if any individuals or firms are interested in joining any of architecture or landscape architecture and urban planning's advisory councils, they just simply need to go to the website or they can always call or email me as well. We know the Aggie Network is strong. It, it, was there a particular event that highlighted that strength in recent years? Well, it's funny you ask that question because a couple of years ago, we had a student from construction science. Uh, his name is Luke Armstrong. Uh, and he was involved in a, in a plane crash, in an accident, where he was in, in a plane that was leaving the airport with his back then girlfriend and her family. And everybody unfortunately died except him. Mm -hmm. uh, and the Aggie Network came, the prayers that came in, the messages of support that came in were just uh, and huge. We were happy to have Luke back after a long recovery uh, and he just graduated uh, less than six months ago. And now he's actually recruiting. So he came back uh, to recruit fellow students from fellow Aggies for the company that he's working for. And not only that, but only a couple of weeks ago, he got married in Colorado. Uh, and we had one of our professors actually attend his wedding. So the Aggie network is strong. What does it mean to you to be an Aggie former student? Well, I don't know if we have enough time for me to respond to that, but um, what I can share is that whenever I was a student here at AM, I was a transfer student, and I was first generation, and when I came to College Station, I actually, I was a single mother of a three-year-old son. Mm -hmm. So my experience here at AM was a lot different than most students. Um, I didn't get to engage in student life as much as I really would have liked to, um, but all the same... Um, it was, it was an amazing experience. In fact, um, my oldest son has very fond memories. Every semester I would ask my professor's permission to bring my son to class because I wanted him to know what mommy was doing whenever we weren't together. And so um, that was one of his favorite days of every semester was he got to go to class and walk around um, campus. So I got my first job through the Career Center here um, on campus and um, started a very successful career. And because of that, and because of the Aggie core values and the work ethic um, that I learned by being a student here, um, I was able to provide for my sons and start my own little Aggie legacy. So um, that three-year-old actually graduated um, in 2016, so he's class of 2016, and my youngest son just graduated um, this past May, so he's class of 2023. Um, and I will never, I will never forget my 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 professors and a lot of my friends that helped support me through my journey here at AM. And I'm so excited that I get to help mentor other first generation students as well as other young ladies that are working their way through school. And um, that's what it's all about. Can you tell us about what it means to be a member of the Aggie Network? Well, it's, it's, it's great to be the part of the Aggie Network. You know how long it takes for me to fill 10 buses with 40 students to send on 10 job sites? one to two minutes. Mm. As soon as I send an email to our Construction Industry Advisory Council members, in one to two minutes, I have like 30 options. And it's all from pretty much former Aggies telling me, come to my job site, come to my job site. So in one to two minutes, I'm, I'm done filling the field trips for the whole semester. Fantastic. What advice would you give to current students and former students in making the most of the Aggie Network? Always be available. Always be willing to help. Uh, even if you go, you go through your life uh, with just helping, 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 and never getting anything back, it, it will it will be beneficial. So, always we be willing to help. 
you know, we have, we have Aggie muster. Um, and no matter where you are across the nation, I mean, that's something that I actually took part in whenever I was, when I got my first job from a and I was transferred to the Southeast, didn't have any family, no friends. Um, but I found out where there was the closest, you know, Aggie network in my, you know, in my vicinity. And we all got together for, for muster and, you know, being an Aggie is really, it's part of College Station, but the spirit of Aggie land dwells within us all. And so... Um, I would encourage everyone just to make sure that you engage in that, whether you're here in College Station or whether you're across the country, because just like Hernan said, um, there's Aggies everywhere, and they always have open arms and, and willing to get together and share stories and, and help one another. Actually, you're right, because I've attended Aggie Muster in Florida, in Louisiana, and in Washington, D.C. Yeah. So you're totally right about that. Well, I, I helped teach study abroad this past summer, and we were in London, and we got together with um, the Aggies in London, and they welcomed us and had a great little reception for our students, and of course, we all shared stories, and it was absolutely amazing. So Aggies are worldwide. Worldwide. Make sure to follow the school at Tamu Arch School on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, LinkedIn, and Threads. For the School of Architecture, I'm Ben Wiggins, and this is Future Built.